in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hey, everybody! Welcome back. It's Nora, and it's the start of the year of the monkey. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> are you? What, what year are you? I'm an I'm an ox. I am a rabbit. Hmm. What about your zodiac? Like your. Oh wait, what's the difference? Like a Chinese, the Chinese. My year is a rabbit. So you're like Chinese zodiac. I guess they're both called zodiac.、Oh. I don't know, but I mean like the astrology. Like Taurus, yeah, I'm Taurus. So you're Taurus. So I'm a bull and a rabbit. You're a bull and a rabbit, <laughs> and I'm an ox and a lion, both of which are oh, that's nice. Large and rather sturdy animals. <laughs> mm. I think it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, I don't know anything about the year of the monkey actually. I haven't sussed that one out. I know that last year was the year of the sheep, goat. Whatever ram, whatever. Yeah, interestingly enough, Chinese people like in Chinese, there's no distinction between a sheep, sheep and a goat、mm-hmm. or a ram. The words all the same. All the same. Yeah, yeah. It's not that wasn't a very desirable year. Apparently, they don't like that. Yeah, they, they don't, don't like, like sheep to have kids well,、hmm. ha- during that year,、Mm-mm. which is interesting. So there were more births the year before, and then now the year after. Yeah, which is interesting. <laughs> A monkey seems okay. I think a monkey's a nice would be a nice one.、Mm-hmm. Playful, indeed. Long arms. But I remember from reading off the menu at a Chinese restaurant in the states, it was always like, the monkey doesn't mix with quite like a, there are a、oh. couple、um, other signs that the monkey doesn't mix with.、Oh, like、really? it's like are they a bit antisocial or something? I think they're just maybe a bit wild or something because they'll be like. The rabbit and the monkey don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which ones are which. I don't know. It was just on a placemat at a Chinese restaurant, so maybe it was totally okay.、Um, you know, illegitimate, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So New Year, nice New Year. So we've done like three New Years now, our like our own, and then、oh. the East Eastern European. Old New Year and now Chinese New Year. That's kind of cool.、Mm-hmm. That's a nice thing about being here. So now I have to start telling people that I'm 31 in China because now it's crossed over into the New Year. So my、wow. age has now increased. That's how they t- tell age in China is、oh, they base、29. it off of the New Year. So if you're born in January, then you're and they already consider you one years old when you're born. Yes, because they consider the gestation period part of your birth. So. You're one in January, and then you're already two by the end of February. So you have a three-month-old, but they'll call them a two-year-old. That's genius. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I had so many problems when I was teaching in kindergarten because <laughs> they were all like three months old. <laughs> I guess they probably pick and choose depending How, on which them. Yeah, when it absolutely, suits them. Absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah. So,、um, did we have any comments or anything we've, special? We've got a、on? nice review. Yes. Yeah, and this review comes from Last Day Prepper, who says, "Brilliant, just brilliant." Now, I know this person is actually American, but and I said that with quite a British accent. But anyway, <laughs> this is the best podcast. <gasps> wow. Yeah, 
I am a 53-year-old grandfather. I would like to say that's that's a, a nice young age for a grandfather. Indeed. Who loves this work. Thank you. I would love to live in China when I retire. The details about food customs and the culture in China is fantastic. I just slammed the first 20 episodes in the last <laughs> few days. That is awesome. Indeed. Wow. I really like the details about the hours and conditions of the teaching, tutoring jobs. Could you please keep up the good work? I've also told many friends about this podca- podcast and will share it with others. Thank you. Awesome. Oh, I also like the money details and the transportation costs. I work at the post office for 31 years and find your work inspiring. Oh, thanks. Truly thank you both, Jay. That's the best review I feel Isn't that like really we've nice? ever had. Isn't that really nice? It's so, I oh, love it yeah, because yeah, yeah. we actually get a chance to kind of know about him. Yeah. Like, about a little bit about his. It's mm-hmm. so interesting because you know, so it's, it's hard for us to know who's listening. And the more we know about you guys, the better we're able to, we're able to tailor the content yeah. towards things that are useful for you. Yeah. So, so that's really great. And what a sweet like sweet way to start episode 46 and the new year mm-hmm. yeah great okay so let's uh move on to our fact so this is we've had these kind of stories before uh but i like them so much so i had to mention it so uh two a two how buys a van worth ninety thousand renminbi with a half ton of small change Oh, no. So we've had these stories before where people go and buy cars and other ridiculous things with just change. Let's pause again and remind talk them about, what, talk what the two-how two is. is. Yeah, so two-how is um, these... Is a mm, Chinese slang word Yeah. used to describe nouveau reach. Right. Reach. I was trying to think how to, de- like... I guess they're... they're a lot of them are like have new money, right? They've mm-hmm. kind of like come into money and they just don't really know what to do with it. They, they all they want to do is just buy uh, i iPhone uh, i watches for their dogs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stories. We, it's we've, very we've loud. Mentioned, we've and mentioned flashy them. and yeah, but maybe some people this is the first episode that oh, they, yeah. they're oh, yeah, listening course, to. So yeah, but I'm saying it's it's common. Like we're oh, hearing yeah. a lot of stories about them because it's just like so prevalent. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> So he buys a van. Yeah, so worth ninety thousand renminbi. Right, 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 right. Which is how much money? Like maybe like f- between fifteen and eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, it's nine like nine thousand pounds. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but imagine the small change. Like the change is the the small change here. What do we have? One. Yeah. That's the small change. Yeah. I don't think we're talking notes here. Small change. Uh, when it's, uh, let me read. Let me let, let us read through. I'm I'm thinking when it says small change, it means like coins. Mm. That's what I refer to as small so change. Yeah. So the largest coin <laughs> is one remedy. <laughs> so let's 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 read on. So uh, this guy shocked car dealers in Guangdong. So this is actually pretty close to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he drove, okay, this is this gets good. <laughs> when he drove in a truck filled with one. 100,000 renminbi to purchase a van worth 90,000 renminbi. So the guy has to take a truck full of the money to buy a van. (laughs) At the sight of the cash pile, sales manager Gu Li Yuan commented, I have never seen so much cash in my life. The staff (laughs) at the dealership then teamed up to move more than a dozen boxes of small bills weighing half a ton into their shop. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Inside the boxes. So this guy actually kind of did them a favor because it says, inside the boxes were batches neatly tied with rope, sorted by de- de- denon- dem- denomination. <laughs> um, in total, the whole haul added up to 100,000 renminbi. So actually, this guy's already done them a favor. <clears throat> Do you remember a story? It was a while ago now that I mentioned where some guy also did something really similar. And it wasn't as much money, I don't think, but he bought a car, something yeah. like that. But this guy just had, like, just had, cha- like, just had the, loose it just change, loose. Basically. It wasn't, this guy's actually done them a favor already and at least sorted things in ropes. Well. <laughs> what was he going to do with his new vehicle? Use it as a place to store more cash? <laughs> Netizens praised. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Tai for his alleged thriftiness, but how he managed to <laughs> obtain so much small change remains a mystery. I find this very suspicious. Yeah, yeah. So if you're coming down with a case of deja vu, it's probably because this kind of thing happens fairly frequently in China, yes. For instance, in June, this may be the story that I, I told, from uh, Shenyang purchased a vehicle with, oh, actually this is way more money, uh, six 660,000 yuan in coins and well so that's like a hundred thousand dollars yeah and and uh 20,000 yuan in banknotes of small change saved up from uh, what saved saved up from buses visiting his gas station over the years this was not the story that i told but that's a (laughs) that's crazy oh man Saved up from buses visiting his gas station, so they would pay for parking and coins or something like that? I don't know. Or huh. pay for gas in small change? Huh. Or people getting off the bus would maybe they change? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they had to pay to use the bathroom or something? Yeah, yeah. So let's move on to our question. So uh, this is another question from uh, our, our, our competition from Written Chinese. Uh, this is from Stefan from Germany and he asks what western things wait can you do it in a German accent no (laughs) no (laughs) what we've never done accents is this a new thing we're gonna do I think that will turn people off because it'll be like how dare you try and do our accents (laughs) okay fine (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) now I'm trying to think in a German accent what Western things or customs do you miss most? Mm. What Western uh, things or customs do you not miss at all and are actually happy that uh, they don't exist in China? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. We were slightly, and uh, we answered a similar question way back about things that we missed, but I think this is kind of, I, I like the idea of what we don't miss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Nora, what, what are the, some of the things that you don't. Oh, should we should we do it in order? Do miss? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the things that I do miss. And again, since we did have an episode about things that we missed in a previous mm. previous week, so um, I'm gonna try to think about some things which I didn't think about that time around. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I think that I miss the most is being invisible. <laughs> so we live in this huge city. And for most people who live in a large city, one of the, I don't know, for me, it's a, it's an advantage, but maybe some people, they see it as a disadvantage, but I like the anonymity of it. I like the ability to just kind of blend in to the crowd and just disappear. 
But in China, it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. Doesn't matter if you're going, you know, walking down to the shop in your pajamas, you know, on a Saturday morning to pick up milk or something like that. But you are being watched, and it's it's something that I some most of the time I've just accepted it as part of the day to day life in、mm-hmm. China. That's just how things are. We're Westerners. We stand out. Yeah, I imagine in. Maybe twenty years is not going to be the same, but still, for as long as I've been in China, and it doesn't matter that I'm in a large and very modern city, this still happens.、Mm-hmm. Where I guess people who were born in a large city or who have been living in the city for a long time, they don't, they aren't as bothered. With Western people, but in general, you still come across a lot of people who are from the smaller provinces, who just gawk at you at all times. So I miss the ability just to like not be on the radar of people, like just kind of blend in. And it's just impossible for me, for any Westerner, to、yeah. blend in in China. So that's definitely something. It's probably one of the biggest things that I miss about being home. Yeah. Yeah, I think that whole area is kind of like a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because in some ways, we've probably discussed these things in the past. How actually being like sticking out it can be beneficial to us. Oh, definitely. But also, it gets it gets tiring、mm-hmm. being like stared at or being being set like being the focus of someone's like someone's attention. It seems like all the time. It gets really irritating,、mm-hmm. especially a lot of times it's men and they're like giggling and like、mm. talking about you when you're standing right there, and it's just it is, it's like this where it's just over time it's just like wears you down, and it just hasn't、yeah. changed at all. It really hasn't changed. I mean, you'd like to think that because in Shenzhen it's so close to Hong Kong, and in Hong Kong there's tons of Western. In Hong Kong, you don't get that at all. In Hong、no、Kong, you can、one. really blend in because they're so used to Westerners. But in China, even in a city like Shenzhen, and I guess Shanghai is similar. I bet you it's a little less, but I'm sure that they also have a lot of migrants in、mm. Shanghai too,、yeah. which, that don't have that much experience seeing Westerners, and so you just you can't really get around it.、Mm-mm. You just can't really get around it, and so. For me, it's like I go through phases. Sometimes it really. Sometimes I just I'm able to ignore it. Yeah. But I'd say most of the time it's, it's a conscious decision to just kind of like let it roll off my back. But it's like a practice that takes energy away. Yeah. From my day. Yeah,、uh, I absolutely agree. Even like yesterday when I was leaving work, the security like so in the metro there are these guys in uniform, they're government employees. And he was he was for okay staring is one thing, but he was you know doing this hello thing、oh、to me. Oh my goodness, that really is. Just... I mean, it's one thing if it's a construction worker on the street, but this is somebody who's supposed to be a professional who's employed by the government, and they're still. I mean, would like, you would assume have some level of education as well? Right. So I just basically gave him a cold stare, and just I started talking to him very politely, but in English.、Mm-hmm. And so that real that shut him up real fast. <laughs> Yes, but it, most of the time I just ignore them because you just can't, you just can't, you can't win this battle.、Mm-hmm. And so for me, yeah, that's if I would say there is one thing that I miss from being home, it's the fact that I, 
don't belong like it's so obvious that I don't belong here like and I'll never belong to this society at least not in its present state yeah gone actually my my own something that I miss is uh actually rolls very well off your point um about not belonging here uh yeah I I feel as though I I miss not being able to settle Mm. so we rent apartments we don't we can't I mean, we can buy, but that's a hassle, I guess. And the idea with the, the the place that you live in is never really your own, so you can never you can never make it yours. Mm-hmm. And that the idea, I I don't know, I, I like nesting. I, I, nesting. I was mm-hmm. going to use that word, but I thought, does nesting imply that I, I'm like going to start a family, which I'm not yet? Um, but yeah, I really like that. That because home for me is. I don't know, just a place to relax, and it should be, it should be comfortable. And, and how you, you want to paint the walls, and you want to put holes in the walls so you can right. put shelves up, and right. you want to change the flooring because yeah. the Chinese flooring is all this like white slate tile, and mm-hmm. all looks the same. It's cold. It's just yeah. not very inviting. So yeah, I, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. That's that's also I would agree with that. Yeah, and we've tried like in my apartment. I think. Um, our apartment. <laughs> it's very cozy. It yeah, definitely feels homey. Tr- we've tried to like add bits and pieces, but there's always that feeling at the back of my mind that this is not really ours. Yeah, tear I, it out I, and start over right, again. I always feel like I'm um I'm like a student again almost. Mm. Like I'm just Yeah, I'm never really fully relaxed. You yeah, know? I'm eager to buy also. Yeah. And we've looked into it, um, but the apartment that we're currently... This is crazy about China, too, is the apartment that we're currently living in, to buy that will cost 900000 U.S. dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like nine hundred, maybe £750,000, maybe? Maybe something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what I'm the not sure. Is. I just try and estimate. I think it's probably around that. You guys do the math, but it's a lot mm. of money, and considering that we rent it for a little over a thousand bucks a month, it doesn't really match. That doesn't really make any sense. Mm. The principal, like we would be paying more for the mortgage than we're paying in rent. Yeah. Plus taking a huge risk. Plus buying a piece of property in China means that you can't sell for five years, so it's a five-year commitment at least. Plus all of the paperwork. Plus we get an extra tax for being foreigners. So it's, I mean, it's a huge thing. Plus you don't actually buy, buy it. You buy mm-hmm. it, you lease it from you the government lease. for like 70 yeah. years or something like that. Yeah. So it's never really actually yours. yours. Yeah, so I agree. Like that's mm-hmm. having a home, is, you know, what you call home that's yours is something that's that I miss as well. Yeah. Are there any other things that you thought about that you miss? That I miss? Mm-hmm. Um, well, those, I feel like a lot of things have kind of been covered. I mean, I, I think I've probably talked about missing, like, Christmas. Mm, yeah, that's, the holidays. That's probably the hardest thing for me. I'm not not, necess- not really, like, Easter or anything like that, but Easter, uh, Christmas is usually that the hardest yeah, the mo- I think it's the thing that I miss the most. I wonder if it would be different, though, if we lived somewhere that got snow. Because here, like, I've never lived in the, like, in the U.S. where, I, where I'm from, we get a lot of snow. Yeah. So in the winter, you have that feeling, you have four seasons. Mm-hmm. But here, there's two, two seasons, and really it's, I mean, the winter season is very short and very mild. Yeah. So you don't have that turn. So 
time passes. You don't have the holidays and you don't have that turn of season. So time passes in a different way. Like a year goes by and you're like, what happened? Yeah. So it's a it's kind of a time vortex mm-hmm. living here in a lot of ways when you don't have those standard milestones that you would yeah. celebrate back home. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I thought about um, that I miss is just like, common courtesy <laughs> to strangers because here in China it's like dog eat dog so if you're soft yeah. if you're sweet and soft then you're seen as weak and you get taken advantage of mm-hmm. so when you like Chinese people can be very warm and really helpful and very sweet um, but not to not stranger to stranger they're very wary this is an eastern thing in general it's not specifically just Chinese yeah. but they're very wary of outsiders there's a lot of scams in China so it makes sense it's not that they're bad people, but they just don't have that same courtesy towards strangers. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel as though it's really sad when I think about these things, but I almost feel like I've gotten used to it not being there. Yeah. Which I don't really like. It doesn't really make me feel very good because the more I think about it in the future when I leave China, like... I almost feel like my mindset has changed somewhat and like integrating back into what I call normal life will be mm-hmm. kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. yeah, I've definitely gotten less polite, I Me guess, too. because Me too. it's a necessity. You can't just go around being, you yeah. know, it just sucks your energy out when you're, you know, you're with a big smile and you're being really polite and saying please and thank you and all of that. Work. And then you just get slapped in the face every time. You can do it for a year or two, but after four, five, six, seven years, which I'll be starting my year seven pretty soon here. Yeah. So it's, you know, it changes you over time. Mm-hmm. It's a defense mechanism. You just can't go around be- being so vulnerable all the yeah. time. You've just made me realize, actually, I'm also creeping up on my start in my fifth year. Whoa. Yeah, that that totally. I've been saying to everyone, oh, yeah, like I've been here for four and a half years. Wow, well, that was that's not really true, actually. Maybe that's just to make myself feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's um it's amazing actually how you can feel so at home in China but also it's still so it's still so different from home. Yeah. I think there are certain things that we have now that have made it more like more that oh, have yeah. made us more comfortable. <clears throat> the foreigners that come to Shenzhen nowadays, I'm like, you guys are so spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, some people, some of the foreigners who come here, they never really experience China because you're yeah. able to, you're able to get around now without any Chinese language skills. Mm. You're able to find these expat groups everywhere. Yeah. You have convenient, you know, modern conveniences everywhere, services in English. So you don't. That's true. In a way, I almost. In in a sense, I guess I'm like, oh, it's not fair because it was so much harder for, for us when we came. But at the same time, it's like I'm so glad that we went through that because that was mm-hmm. a real – I mean, that's such a great learning experience. I'm tough nowadays. I'm tough. Like when I go traveling in Bulgaria or, you know, other countries that are also exotic to me, to me it seems so easy. Mm. You know, after China, I feel like I can conquer anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, always th- I was also thinking about like – the like the friendship group that we have like mm. the friends that I've made here like really solid like super solid um it's family yeah, to it's me family. it's family yeah it's family it's family we we so like now and actually this is another point that I was going to mention like celebrate celebrating like holidays and festivals with 
with people from all over the world is like amazing and something I never ever thought I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've learned a lot from those. We know exactly how to celebrate a Macedonian Christmas, <laughs> yeah. New Year. New Year, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's really, it's great. Mm. So maybe we can talk about a little bit about the things that we don't miss from being home. Yeah. So this was, I felt like this was quite a hard question to answer. Like, I think once we start talking, I think my ideas will pop out. Mm-hmm. But I just think, I, I guess I I almost, I think I've almost, like, pushed them to the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. In a sense, like... And I think we won't realize it also, you know, if we move out of China... I think these things will start coming to us like, oh, wow, you know, mm-hmm. this is something that I didn't have to deal with in China that I took for granted. Yeah. So for me, I thought about some more like small day-to-day things that I don't miss yes. about living in the U.S. And the first one I thought about is driving. Mm. So I do like, okay, I do like a good leisurely drive, you know, hit the open road, man, you know, <laughs> cigarette in my hand, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't like the daily and I don't like parking, you know, just like that daily hassle of finding parking, paying for parking, someone dinged my car, Mm. you know, like all this stuff. And in the U.S., you you have to, you guys have to drive. You have to drive everywhere. It's like literally impossible. Even the small town where I'm from, it's like you have to, you have to drive. And so I find that such a burden. Mm. Whereas in China, it's like so easy to get from point A to point B. And you have so many options. You have the bus. The metro, taxis, and Uber mm-hmm. is here too. Yeah, absolutely. Not to mention the black cabs, yeah. who are just like you know rogue car owners who will pick you up and bring you where you want. Oh, if you want. <laughs> what? No, I was thinking about those like London taxis that they have. Oh, are you, are you not talking? Yeah, no, okay. I was talking about the black taxis that are. They call them black taxis. I don't know in China. In Chinese, they're not black. The cars aren't black. They're just, like, underground, so black as in black market. Black market. Yeah. Oh, I see. So they're, like, if you're you're waiting somewhere, you know, sometimes you'll find someone who, like, creep up on you. Yes, oh, my goodness. And it's, like, some dude, he just has a car. Yeah, and he's, like, oh, yeah, where do you want to go? I'm, like, I don't want to go with you. I've done it several times, and I've never had a problem. (laughs) You have to negotiate the I don't think I'm going to do that. (laughs) It's probably wise. I don't recommend it, just for the record, because I don't want to be responsible for (laughs) anybody's Yeah, yeah. Let's not condone (laughs) just getting in a taxi with someone. I don't know. I've done it several times and I haven't had a problem. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so uh, driving is one of those things mm. that I I could do without. So going f- off that point again, um, I don't miss long commutes. Like we talked, we talked about this before we started the podcast, and you feel as though your podcast is long. Your, your podcast, <laughs> your podcast train of thought, <laughs> your <laughs> your commute. Your commute is long, right? Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's between 35 and 40 minutes. Yeah. A lot of that is walking, though. So it's not like I'm sitting on a, it, actually, more than half of that is walking. About 25, 20 to 25 minutes yeah. is walking. Yeah. Like 15 minutes on one side, 10, right. 10 minutes on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you, like, when I think about a commute in the U.S., if you say 40 minutes then it's 40 minutes of driving right but here my commute is 35 to 40 minutes and i'm probably on the actual transport for about 10 minutes Mm. 10 to 15 minutes yeah so it's a little bit different but um to me that is a long commute yeah yeah i i just feel like compared to in the uk uh, I don't feel like commuting is like a burden here Mm. not a burden maybe it's not the right word but i don't find it a hassle and there it's cheap, are, And too. it's cheap. There, there are some days when I, like, 
this morning, for example, I got on the metro and uh, I was waiting and the, the train pulled up and it was like, it wasn't packed like sardine packed. It was, but there were more people than usual. I was like, ah. <laughs> but then it got on and I was listening to a podcast myself. So I was like, yeah, it's not such a big deal. Mm-hmm. You arrive like, it was like seven minutes to go four or five stops. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but at home when I was commuting, I was, I was, wor- I was working in a different town. So it was, it was exhausting. And I was having to take the bus. Um, so it was like to get to work for nine o'clock, I would have to wait for the bus at like seven thirty. Oh, wow. so it was like it was that was a hassle. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was a. So to be up at six thirty to some get to work t- something at ridiculous like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's and in the winter, whoo, hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also the commute here, it's because you're not driving. Mm. So once you're on the bus or on the metro or even in a cab, you can kind of do other, you know. Autopilot. Yeah, you can like check <laughs> your social media. Right, you know, right, you right. do, you know, you can mm. think about stuff. You know, you're, it's not really your yeah. responsibility. Whereas it's if great. you're driving, yeah, you, I guess you can put on a, a book on tape or mm. whatever their audio book. Oh, book you can listen tape. to the two white really dating podcast. myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> book on tape. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> So yeah, it's 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 more pleasant I feel when you're using public transportation. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I don't miss about being home is things like mowing the lawn and um taking out the trash. And not just taking out the trash, but like separating the recyclables. Mm. Because here in China, we've mentioned this before, but um, they the people who collect the trash, they sift through everything and they pick out anything of value, including yeah. plastics, papers. You know, they, they separate it and it all gets recycled. So you just throw everything. There's no way. Act- they don't have separate bins. Right. So you just throw everything together. But those trash people go through the trash people. <laughs> go through. <laughs> so like, like monsters, like yeah. the trash monsters. The trash people. <laughs> yeah. I went to Hong Kong recently and I was in a mall and I had, uh, it's kind of unusual in itself, but I had a drink in a, it was in a glass uh, bottle and I, I went to the bin, towards the bins and they had those separate recycling things, which mm-hmm. I, I think is great. Yeah. And I was like, I stood there for like, I don't know, it must have been at least 30 seconds deliberating which one did I put it in. <laughs> they obviously they have like the little image, you know, one's obviously a can, one's obviously a plastic bottle and I was like which one do I put it in and then all of a sudden this security guard came up to me and was like oh no glass just put it in that bin I was like that was so stressful like the idea of trying to work out which recycling bin to what to use was stressful yeah it's nice to just like throw everything and also we've talked about terrible. this too is like if you have old clothes mm. or like things you don't want to use I usually just like set them separate like I try to keep them tidy and set them next to the communal yeah. trash can separate yeah um because basically when i say not taking out the trash of course we remove the trash from the apartment but i walk about 10 feet Tent, to yeah. put it in like the our floor. communal space yeah, yeah like yeah, our yeah. apartment floors trash bin and every night they come and pick it up yeah so if you have stuff that you want to get rid of mm-hmm. and you don't really you feel bad throwing it away because it's right. stuff that still has value those trash people are typically <laughs> <laughs> the trash people are typically um of of course lower income so they'll usually find a way to either use those things themselves mm-hmm. or sell them at some cheaper markets yeah. so it doesn't actually get put in landfill right it sounds really lazy like we're talking about like 
oh, we don't take out our own trash kind of thing. But we do pay for those. Like, it's part of our, the fee for the buildings that we live in. Mm-hmm. Like, it does That's just really, part of it. I mean, there's yeah. actually no alternative right, to that. Right. Um, I was just going to say that I, I actually do miss um, charity shops. Oh. Um, I would always take, like, clothes and stuff to charity shops when I was at home. Mm-hmm. And even, some like, buy from them. I actually, yeah. like... Um, I know your. I think your systems are kind of a bit different. Your your like in the US is kind of like you have mega like thrift stores, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas ours are a bit different. They're a bit more seedy, I guess. <laughs> I oh, ours can definitely oh, be yeah? seedy, but yeah, in general, you can. I've definitely bought, especially things like plates and yeah, because you can get some really nice awesome like things. china. Yeah. When for our wedding, we just like got a bunch of yeah. just like you know these. People, like basically things that had been what do they call that when somebody passes away and then oh yeah commission commission the thought is leaving me you guys it's hard recording a live show you have no idea when i go back and listen to <laughs> yeah. myself sometimes i'm like what an idiot <laughs> but like, anyway what yeah. did i just say there? i used the wrong word for that it's hard but anyway um All the time. commission <laughs> is that i think it's called is it commissary I don't know. I'm just going to take you up. Anyway, it doesn't matter. When, like, an older person dies, usually they have some really nice, like, china or, you know, cupboards or things that it's not really worth selling their their family members to sell. Mm. But they'll just drop them off at a charity shop. And picking that stuff up is great. So, yeah, I also miss Mm. the thrift shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, things have changed a little bit in the U.K. because, um, because vintage is, like, really in. So, basically... Mm. people realized that the vintage handbag that you used to be able to buy for like two or three pound they can actually sell for like 50 quid oh yeah so that kind of and and so basically the it's harder to get really like good quality stuff in charity stores now because people go in there and fish it out and then sell it for a fortune yeah which good on them smart smart business move yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah another thing i'm uh, don't miss is expensive services. Like yes. in the U.S., most people own well, not most people, but a lot of people will own their own homes, and so they'll be expected to take care of their homes, and um, so they have to do everything themselves. You have to like learn about a little bit about plumbing and like elect- electricity and like electrical work and stuff like that because you'll have to do it yourself because hiring a plumber and hiring an electrician is so expensive oh yeah yeah at home too yeah so part of owning a home is learning all of the components you know how to take care of a hot water heater and like what to do if you have a flood and like all this Mm. crazy in china it's just like out of your hand because you don't really really own anything here so if you have a problem somebody else deals with it Yes. And if you need to hire an outside party to come in, like we had our air conditioner had a problem. Somebody came in. He's crawling out the window. We're on the 24th floor. <laughs> yeah, same. He's I've crawling the out the thing. window with this tiny little rope. Yeah, harness. Thing. Just like that he had tied himself to a railing. And he was doing he cleaning. And it costs, I don't know, $10 for him to do that, to replace the filter. And, you know, he came. I called him. He came in the evening. So it's so fast. It's not like, oh, oh, you, oh, I have an appointment for you available next Tuesday at 8 a.m. It's like I called him. He was there. Right, he fixed right. the thing. But those kind of services are so inexpensive here. Mm-hmm. And I I definitely don't miss paying the expensive service prices. 
Like, I remember yeah. when I got my internet set up in college, and I called Time Warner, which, ugh, I hate that Time company. Warner. Anyway, it's a local oligarch. And, uh, yeah, because they own all the cable. Oh, anyway, oh, it's a big thing. I it's see, a big I see, thing. So you can't, like, you, you have very little choice. So mm. they would say, oh, yeah, we're going to come either Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, somewhere between 9 and 5, three weeks from now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and you're no, like, no, I, I need my internet now. We're in China. Yeah. It's like, okay, give us 24 hours, and we'll get you set up. Yeah. And it'll cost next, next to nothing. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, yeah, they can be pretty quick. It can be pretty fast if they if they can help you, like if they can solve the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. Yes. Did you have anything else that you wanted to mention about things that you don't miss? Yeah, I don't miss having to pay ta- like so much tax and stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> In the UK, it's like ridiculous. I w- I remember like when I first got a, a job, like a like a full time job, and <laughs> seeing like my wage slip for the first time was just devastating yeah like a third of my my salary was Ooh. gone i just think oh come on you're kidding and then like we pay for different things like national insurance so that's another chunk gone mm-hmm. it's like yeah that's true because if you are so we we pay taxes here in china yeah but, but it's minimal yeah and if you are if you're an american and you're working abroad and you qualify for the f- physical presence test which means that you're outside of the u.s for 330 days or more then you don't pay taxes on anything below $108,000. So for the most part, you know, sounds, it's pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so what you earn, you earn. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So that's, yeah, definitely don't miss taxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What, what, what are the things do you not miss? That's pretty much it for yeah, me. me. I too. mean, I'm sure that there are things that yeah. we think about, but I hope that gave you a taste. Stefan? About what it was like to miss things and not miss <laughs> things while living in China. Yeah, again, we've got like so many people out there that are in China. What about you guys? Like, we'd love to hear from you, as mm-hmm. always. We really do, like, we really do enjoy, like, hearing from other people in China. We relish and, and every comment. Whenever we get a yeah, comment, it's so ex- we're always we're pinging so, each other. Like, Holly, excited. did you see that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Nerds. Yeah, so <laughs> if you if anyone's got a question for us, uh, go to writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. Um, if you want to check out any of the, like, links and stuff um, from the uh, from the podcast, you can go to uh, writtenchinese.com slash episode 46 check it out yes please and tune in for next week's episode indeed bye bye